If only Christ would have received the same response. If only we could extend the same love. The love to all those that God claims as beloved children. At a time when racism and sexism and all sorts of other isms seem to prevail, when our country is debating what our stance toward immigrants will be, when our church is waiting on the Council of Bishops to advise us on how we might move forward in terms of how we will include or not include all of God's beloved GLBT children. At a time in our history when Ash Wednesday is marked by yet another mass shooting, what is now the second worst school shooting in our nation's history, it's time to repent. It's time for us to turn back toward God and toward each other. To turn back toward one another and especially toward those that we struggle to identify with or to accept as children of God. With the love of our justice-loving God, a love that desires good for all people, and is willing to make the first move to embrace them. I want us to begin that practice right now, right here in this sanctuary. I'd like for each of you to turn to the person beside you, and if you don't know their name, ask what their name is, and then I want you to say, name, you are a child of God. And then I want you to turn to the person on your other side and lean forward and talk to the person in front of you. Go across the aisle. Ask the person next to you what their name is. And let's embrace one another as children of God. Amen. Of John. Now Thomas, one of the twelve disciples, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails, and place my finger into the mark of the nails, and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I sometimes like to think of myself as Thomas. We heard in the scripture that Thomas loved God and he loved Jesus, but yet still did not believe that Jesus had risen because he had no proof. Um, Up until my confirmation, I believed in God and I went to church and I prayed occasionally when there was something really big on my mind, which at that time was if a boy liked me or not, or if my dress for the dance was going to come out on time or something. Um, While it is okay to pray about those things, I... I also prayed about the sickness and healing of those around me, and I always prayed silently before big tests. 
Um, before the confirmation process, I didn't consider myself to be someone in a, in a real relationship with God. Um, in my mind, someone in a relationship with God was somebody who interacted with God on a daily basis. And at that time, I really only interacted with God when I was at church. So when my mom asked me, all good, all good. So when my mom asked me if confirmation was something that I wanted to do, I was really hesitant at first because I wasn't sure if I was ready to um, affirm my faith in front of the whole church and um, let the whole community know that I am a member of God's church and that I have a relationship with God. So I told my mom I would think about it. Um, she came back to me a couple of days later and um, said that somebody had reached out and said that they were interested in um, being my mentor. Uh, when she said the name Doogie Graham, I didn't know who she was, um, but I knew that she was in a sense of class with my grandparents. Uh, but I said, you know what, let's do this. I'm ready to begin my relationship with God, and I think that somebody with a different point of view is exactly what I need. Um, fast forward about three to four months into my confirmation process, Juji had already taught me so many things. Um, I had never heard anyone talk about how amazing God was and all the amazing things that God does in their life um, every day, things that I had never even thought of. Um, for Duji, that was her and her work with the Storybook Project, bringing so much joy to those moms um, and those children from hearing their mother's voices through those reading and books just made her feel so close to God, and that was really cool for me to hear. Um, and after this point, I really felt like I, like I really understood that saying of I was blind and now I could see. I saw the world in a totally different way. I started to notice small miracles all around me. Um, like noticing God's creations and being available to pray with those in hard times around me. Um, at this point, I really did feel so confident in, about my faith, and I was finally um, confident that I was really supposed to be in the confirmation process and that this was part of God's plan for me. Um, so when that confirmation Sunday came around, I was ready to stand up in front of the whole congregation and tell everybody that this was the beginning of my forever relationship with God and um, it was my like and subscribe moment, if you will. <laughs> um, I was so overjoyed for everyone to see and experience such a special day that I will always hold so dear to my heart. And um, I can never, ever thank Juju Graham enough for showing me how amazing God truly is and how special a relationship that I get to have with him. And she didn't get to be here today, but I know that she's watching, so I just wanted to say that. Um, but just like Thomas and Jesus at this point in the passage, Thomas is doubting Jesus because he hasn't seen him like the other disciples have, um, and he doesn't believe that Jesus has risen from the grave. And I, too, had not yet seen God do anything significant in my life where I was like, yes, like, he's there. Um, I had a relationship with God, but I was kind of iffy. Um, uh, so fast forward to the next year um, of my life around February of my eighth grade year, my parents told me that they were getting a divorce. Um, that was a very rocky time between me and God, and I'm not ashamed to say that I was very angry with God. I was 14. I didn't understand why God would do anything like this to me, and I was frustrated, and I stopped coming to church, and I didn't want to interact with a God that tore my family apart, and so I just I kind of took a break. Um, a couple weeks later, I got a text from the youth director, Diane, saying that we really miss you and that I know life is rough right now, but we would love to see you in youth group or maybe church tomorrow. And I was considering it, but I was still really hesitant because I didn't know if I was ready to go back yet. Um, 
But then I got another text from an older youth in the church um, who had been through something similar, and she knew what it was like. Um, and she told me that she was angry with God at first, too, but that this was a time in my life where I needed God the most. And that was definitely a turning point for me. I, I kind of took a step back and realized that, that God wasn't mad at me and that he wasn't trying to punish me um, by doing this to me. And so I did come to church the next day, and I was so overwhelmed with the presence of joy and support when I walked into that um, youth room for Sunday school that day. I, I felt like I had been on a really long vacation, and I walked into that room again, and I just felt so at home again. And um, I just felt so much warmth and love and support from everybody. And one person even came up to me and said, like, what do you need? I'm here to, I'm here to pray with you, whether it's to laugh or to cry or whatever. I'm here for you. And that was exactly what I needed to hear, and I knew that I was meant to be in this place. Um, I remember that day like it was yesterday, um, because it was the day that I decided to take this awful situation that I was in and turn it into something really amazing, and I used it to push me more into my faith. And I took this opportunity to make sure that everyone around me knew that no matter what happens in your life, that God isn't trying to punish you. Um, And I've made it my mission ever since then to be there for other people. Um, through the wonderful guiding that I have received from my family for bringing me to church and from Duji for opening that door to my faith for me and just showing me how amazing God truly is and from Diane and the youth group for always, always being there for me um, and the congregation and the community of this church for surrounding me with love. Um, I've discovered ways that God wants me to lead, um, such as my love for teaching and my love for sharing my faith and my journey with other people. Um, I fully plan on taking that into my adult life. Um, as of right now, in college, I plan on majoring in education and minoring in theology. Um, and whether that takes me to an elementary school as a teacher or a job in the church as a youth director or an assistant youth director at another church or maybe even here, um, I'm certain that this is what I want to do with my life, and it's just really exciting to know that. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm using my passion for learning and teaching by being the youth representative on the Staff Parish Relations Committee, and I've been doing so for about a year. Um, And recently, I've also become a part of the Youth Discernment Steering Committee, which is a temporary committee that was put together to help better connect with the youth and help better connect the youth with their faith, which is something that I'm very passionate about because the youth group means a lot to me. Um, And I've learned and shared so much through both these experiences, and they've really helped affirm my desire to teach and to learn more about my faith and about the faith of those um, around me. And I can't wait for what the future holds for me and my journey through life and my journey through faith. And whether you're 13 and finishing your confirmation or um, this, your children are grown and this is your first Sunday back in a long, long time, um, I pray that your faith is confirmed like Thomas's was and like mine was and that you know that confirming one's faith is only the beginning. Amen.